How many of you feel like you're in a funk this week? Like you can't shake off the holiday and all the food and celebrations and you've been so out of your routine, even just one or two days off of your routine, you just feel like it's been a lifetime ago since you were actually on your health journey. So in today's episode, I'm going to go over how you snap out of the funk and get right back into your healthy habits, okay? Because it's important to get back in there. So if you're new to this episode, welcome. So glad you're here because I know your health is serious and you are here to learn sustainable tips, okay? You're not here for just the quick fix, whatever. You're here to actually learn what do I got to do to be healthy forever, So I'm so glad you're here. Welcome, welcome, welcome. If you enjoy this episode, please feel free to share it with a friend or family member um, to encourage and inspire them that you can get out of the funk. You don't have to stay there. Catch it now because there's nothing worse than being funky for like seven years. Okay, you can change it right now. Okay, so let's get into it. Um, The reason why I'm doing this podcast is because that's the theme of the week with everybody. It's like Tanya, ugh. You know, I just feel so blah and, you know, I didn't lose any weight this past week or the scale barely moved. And I'm like, hey, you know, we celebrated a whole new year. You had fun with fun with friends and family like in just take that grace of just you enjoy time with your family that you had fun. You enjoyed different foods. You had a couple of drinks. Okay. But had that truth of, okay, okay, this is the week, this is the day that I got to refocus and get back on my healthy plan, regardless of how I feel. Even if I don't have the attitude or energy, it doesn't matter. Your health is depending on you to get back to your routine. Your family is depending on you to get back to your routine, whether you realize it or not. They are. Your friends, your family, people are watching, people are expecting you to have energy. So it's important for you to get back to it right now. So one thing that causes us to be in a funk, rather that's out of a holiday that throws us off of three or four days without with like being off of our routine. Um, But this is also really huge. Okay, this is not even uh, holiday related. But number one, it's law of familiarity, familiarity. There we go. If I could speak today. So what does that mean? Law of familiarity. That means in the beginning when you diet and you get a new workout plan and you got your meals and your new calories and your new macros, you're so excited, you're pumped, you're thriving, you're measuring out every gram, you're tracking every bite, lick and taste, you're just so excited because you're like, this is it, this is my year, I'm going to lose the weight, I'm going to feel awesome, I'm going to travel, I'm going to fit in that bikini, I'm going to have a six pack, like you're just so pumped and what happens over time, usually around month three, Anywhere from 9 to 12 weeks from now, you get complacent. You take your goals for granted and you take them very lightly. You don't, you just don't value them as much. And you're just going through the motions of, okay, I got to track. I, I should drink my water. I should probably plug that in, but my phone's too far away. Well, I threw away the wrapper, so that doesn't count. I'm not going to scan it. And I don't even remember what it was. It's not a big deal, right? Like we get so familiar with what we should be doing that we start to slack off and then what happens? We plateau, we don't see progress and then we're like, it's not working, I'm putting in all this effort. But are you really? Like you gotta ask yourself that, are you really putting in all your effort? So I had a client the other week, she's like, Tanya, like this past week, nothing's changed and you know, I'm still weighing the same and 
she's just talking about everything that's not happening in her health journey that we had set up for her to kind of experience this week or foresee. And I look and I'm like, oh, that's about right. You're on week nine, week 10. Yep. Um, Yep. You're going to get a little bit lazy this week. (laughs) Like you're going to get kind of complacent. And that's why nothing's changing. And so I always ask on a scale of one to 10, how accurate are you tracking your food? Like BLTs, your bites, your licks, your tastes, your sips of juice that you take or your handful of popcorn that you take from your spouse or a piece of candy from your kid or that condiment that you just, you know, put on your salad or on your sandwich. Are you plugging that in? And it's like, oh, yeah, no, I'm not. So I'll give myself like a seven, maybe an eight. So when I ask, what do you got to do to make it a 10? What would make like this week a 10 experience that you, that you did everything you're supposed to do? And, and, and she responded, um, why well, I should really plug in my BLTs. Those are nipping me in the butt right now. And the reason why they don't seem like a big deal is because it's like, you know, maybe 10 calories here, maybe 30 calories there, right? Not a big deal. But over time, if you do that in a day, you can accidentally eat an extra 100 calories. And then in a seven-day period, that's an extra 700 calories you didn't account for. Even though your body still tracks it, you didn't. So you think you're actually doing better than what you say you're doing. And so this was her challenge. And I challenge you, if that's you, if you gotten used to tracking, weighing all your food out, drinking your water, getting in your steps, sleeping, pooping, like you're used to all that stuff. I challenge you to bring on that same attitude you had on week one. Week one, you remember it. You were just like, nothing is going to stop me. I'm unstoppable. I'm relentless. I got this. I have my meals planned out. I got my workouts planned out. I'm going to go to the gym at this time. This is the workout I'm going to do. Like you were thriving. You like foreseeing the future day one, right? Like we're pumped. We got our pictures. We got our measurements. We're just excited. That's what you need to bring. Every Monday, you need to reset to that attitude of this is my week of new lows. This is my week of more energy, of better sleep, of more confidence in myself when I go to the gym, when I go to work. That's what we need. And so I challenge her this week. I go, I want you to treat this week like week one. Mentally, I want you to get in that state of mind like this is week one. In two days, she emails me and she hit a new low. Two days of being meticulous, tracking all of her BLTs and treating it like day one. And she goes, oh my gosh, Tanya, that was a huge reality check for me. And that was such a great session that we talked about that because I needed to hear that. And I'm like, yes, sister, that's why you hired me. I'm here to bring some reality and truth into your life of how to continue on and not be complacent because it's so easy to get there. That's why most people don't ever get to their results is because of law of familiarity. It's not exciting anymore right? After three months, it's like, ugh, okay. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's exciting or not. Um, it's, it's like your kids, okay? You can't just be pumped and excited to feed them one month and not care about them the rest of the year. You gotta pay attention and feed your kids every single day. Your health matters every single day. It matters. Pay attention. Plan it out. And apply little habits, little routines set in place that will make it easier for you to do it on autopilot. That way you don't have to rely on excitement or you don't have to rely on being bored, okay? Get back 
to the basics. Get back to week one. Get back into that mind frame of week one, okay? Number two, a great way to snap out of your funk is to recheck your progress. And a lot of times when we don't see progress, we don't see the point of continuing on. And our problem is the only way we see progress is the scale. Because society has taught us if you're not losing weight, you're not making progress. False, okay? The scale is an awesome way to see progress, Okay, I do recommend it. I have all my clients weighing themselves every day. I recommend it. It's awesome. It's a great tool. Okay, but you have to look at progress at other ways. Um, I had one client today. She goes, Tanya, scale didn't move much this week, but oh my goodness, I feel so good about my choices and my meals and how I handled New Year's Day and I got in more steps and I really drink water over the weekend, which is water is when I struggle over the weekend or even in the wintertime in general. And I'm doing better with that. I'm finding a balance in in my workout routines and finding which ones I like, when to do them. She goes, I just feel better altogether, more energy. I'm not taking naps anymore. I'm sleeping better, having normal bowel movements. And I'm like, yes, girl, that is what I want to hear. I want to hear the list of 10 to 20 things that your body is screaming at you saying, hey, good job, look at all these areas we're improving instead of just the scale. If you just look at the scale, you're going to quit very quickly. Why? Because the scale is not going to move every day. And the longer you lose weight, the longer it's going to be to see a new low. So you have to, you have to be your own cheerleader and you have to praise yourself and you have to be like, oh, good job. You did not stress eat today. You moved more. You would have been crying on the couch, you know, or just binge watching some TV show and you're over here getting an extra mile in on the treadmill or doing more activity around the house. It's the cleanest it's ever been. You're playing more with your kids. Whatever, excuse me, whatever it is, be proud of yourself and take note of it. The other day I had a really stressful situation come up and in my brain I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this or I could try this or I can go over here and I could do this. So I'm trying to find solutions in my brain of how to solve and resolve the problem. And I literally took a step back. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like I didn't think of food right away. Like that is huge. (laughs) You know, even though I've been doing this for so long, it's still great for me to reflect back because internally I still feel like I'm that big person I was five years ago. But to take a step back and be like, wow, your habits have changed. You're stressed out and you would always link up stress to food. And you're over here, it's not even on your mind. You're not even trying to like... Think of, okay, what do I have in my cabinets? Or what's the closest drive through that I can go through to grab something to make me feel better right now? No, what I was doing, I was thinking of solutions. How am I going to solve this problem? And so I, I even had to take a step back and be like, good job, Tanya. Good job. That's great progress that you're not relying on food to solve your problems or, you know, boost your emotions here. So take the time to praise yourself, be proud of how far you've come, and just just trust the process. You're going to lose weight, but you got to stick to the basics. you got to go back to what you were doing consistently for at least two weeks, not three days, not until the weekend, but at least two weeks, and you're going to see even more significant progress than you already have, okay? So look at your habits, recheck your, your progress, maybe in your portions, maybe you're like, wow, I actually split a meal instead of eating it all myself, or I had one serving of ice cream and I'm okay? Like, what? Maybe it's you increased your water this week. Or maybe you increased your activity. Whatever it is, take the time to celebrate. I have clients filling out like 10 different areas of progress. Because if I only check their weight, 
or their measurements, it would be, I mean, I would be a useless coach. You have to look at other areas of progress than just the basic fundamentals, okay? Most importantly, you got to do a mental check. If you mentally get stronger, your health will get stronger. So I dial in more on the psychology part, on the mental part, because it's important for you to notice that and everything else will fall in place, okay? Um, Number three, this is the final one. Learn not to be dependent on excitement, okay? You've got to learn not to be dependent on being excited because excitement comes and goes. And I kind of touched base on this in point number one. But a lot of times we're like, oh, we're bored. So we're just going to quit and do another diet. Or we're bored and so we're going to take a month off of working out or six months of working out. Or I'm bored so I'm going to go back to drinking Dr. Pepper instead of water. Listen, if you want your diet journey to be exciting all day, every day, it's not going to happen. It's, it's really not. You really have to bite the bullet and just just do what needs to be done regardless of how you feel. You have to. You just got to do it. Um, how many of you like are excited to wake up in the morning and get dressed and go to work? No, most of the times we're not excited. Most of the times we're like, oh my gosh, I have to roll out of bed, I have to shower. And it's like a chore to get to work. I'm sure, you know, And I know a lot of people enjoy their jobs, but most of the time it's like, here we go again. But why do you do it? Your emotions are telling you don't go in. You're exhausted. You're tired. You want to be lazy today. But yet you do it, right? Why? Cha-ching, you get money in a few weeks, either per week or bi-weekly. So you're looking at the big picture. I'm doing this now because I'm going to get a reward in two weeks. <gasps> Same principle applies to our health. Do what you need to do today and watch what happens in two weeks. Watch what happens in a year. It's going to be amazing. Okay? So... Don't rely on it being exciting. Now, there are things that you can change up to make it more enjoyable. Like you can change up your meals, add in more flavor, do change up your condiments, your protein sources, your vegetables, how you cook them. Okay, workouts, instead of just being on the boring treadmill, go outside, go for a walk, go play tennis, go play ping pong, go buy a Zoom, a Zumba dance wee thing that you can do with your kids. There's so many other options. And so sometimes we get burnt out and then we quit instead of, okay, I still need to work out, but what else can I do besides weight training? What else can I do besides CrossFit or pickleball or yoga? What else could I do? That's what you got to ask yourself. Um, and, it's, and it's so important to ask yourself or even reach out or Google it. Hey, what are other activities I could do? If you're if you ever have like a brain fog of, you know, what are the things you can try? You wouldn't believe that people take the time out of their day to inform you about it. So there's so many blogs and websites and Pinterest posts that you can find different things. There's so many communities that you could be a part of for free. There's so many YouTube videos you could do for free to, to try new things. Okay. So I, I encourage that. There's ways to change things up, but ultimately, like I try to walk at least 20, 30 minutes a day. Um, that's really my goal. Um, you better believe it. I am not uh, motivated ever really to do it unless I have like 
a show I want to watch or a book I want to listen to or a sermon I want to listen to, but I'm not like pepped up and excited to go, but I know if I do go, I'm going to feel better. I'm going to be healthier. Uh, I'm going to have more energy for the rest of my day. Like I look at all the things that I'm investing in, in this 30 minutes of me walking, what's the outcome? Well, I'm going to be healthier. I'm going to sleep better. I'm going to have a better digestive system. Uh, My body's going to thank me. You know, it's just like a ripple effect of all the benefits over my one emotion of I don't feel like it. Does that make sense? So I encourage you just, if there's any way to make it more exciting, maybe it's a new playlist. Maybe you have somebody join you at the gym so that when you walk side by side, you could easily talk and walk for an hour. Got to get creative and know that you got to change it up. Um, With most of my clients, I try to change things up about every three months to keep it fresh. Um, so for some people it's every eight weeks, some people can do stuff for like a year and they don't care, but you have to know when to pivot. Okay. Pivot, change it up a little bit, move it a little bit, but don't stop, you know, sailing towards your goals. Okay. Cause it's so important. You know, you want this, so you got to stay focused each week, refocus. Do not get trapped in law familiarity. Okay. Don't get trapped in that. Do what needs to be done. Recheck your progress. Take a moment and reflect like, wow, I did awesome yesterday. I handled that situation better. I handled my stress better this week. Okay. And learn to push through the boring part of this. Okay. You're going to get phases where it's like, ugh, another workout. Ugh, another sip of water. It doesn't matter. You just got to get it done. Okay. Your body will appreciate it. And so will you for pushing through um, and keep going. Okay. So I hope that was helpful. These are three easy ways to snap out of the funk and get right back to where you were before the holidays or before whatever threw you off, okay? Just know the sooner you get back to what you were doing tomorrow or today, you're going to feel so much better. You're like, you're seconds away, you're moments away from getting your energy back. And just know that so many times we feel this like blech and we just feel blech all day and then all week. And then all month. And then before we know it, it's a year. I don't know about you, but I've been there and it sucks. And I will, I mean, that was year 22 for me. 22 years old and I just slept my life away and I was depressed and I just felt blah all the time. And that was my norm. I refuse to live that way for even a second. I'm like, no more time wasting being in a funk. It's Life's too short to be that way. So I have a very high standard of my energy. Uh, on my health because once you feel awesome and energetic you never want to go back to being funky and being in a funk but you have to learn how to get out of it and so being in a funk all year I started learning how to get out of it and so I got out of it faster before I knew it I got out of a funk within like two weeks and then a week and then three days and then one day and now I'm like okay we're getting out of the funk in like two seconds because I'm like I'm not wasting time on it there's no point. It's not benefiting me or my relationships or or my job or nothing. It's not benefiting me at all to be in this funk. What do I got to do to get out of it? This is what you got to do. And I'll make a plan for that week. Um, and it's really just going back to the basics of what you were doing before to to thrive. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'd um, love to hear what you, you thought of it, your breakthroughs, anything that you learned from it to write a review. I'd love to hear about it. Thank you so much for tuning in. And later this week, We'll be coming out with that episode with the amazing Emily, who's going to go over how she drank wine and lost over 20 pounds in three months. 
It's a very awesome story. Uh, really, really awesome person. Absolutely adore her. So I'm excited to share her story. So stay tuned for that. Have an awesome day and we'll talk later.